Tuesday. It is 12.30 p.m. ET, and I am Hank Philippi Ryan. I am here to welcome you all now to this edition of First Chapter Fun. As always, it is Tuesday. It is 12.30 p.m. ET, and Hannah Mary McKinnon, my partner in fictional crime, and I are so pleased to welcome you here today for another reading of another wonderful first chapter. When I look over here, I'm looking at the comments to see you all gathering on Facebook, and that is marvelous. And here on Instagram, I see Barbara Abbott and Andrew Ball and Sydney Lee Mystery and Reading Life. I see some new people here today. We love that, Hannah Mary McKinnon and I love that when we see new people here on First Chapter Fun. If you are on Facebook, do let me know that you are here. I don't see any comments yet, and that's rather strange, although Facebook tells me that I am live as I see you all pouring into our Instagram page. Diane Dick and Valerie Brooks is here and Janet Hope's library saying, hi, Hank. Hi, Janet. Hey, Sharon Bishop. So nice to see you here. It is very odd that I am not seeing any comments on Facebook. Do you think we're having that situation that we had before? Can someone check and see whether we are broadcasting on Facebook? It says I'm live. It just says no comments are here yet. And I don't think in the 357 episodes that we've had here on First Chapter Fun that we've ever had this long, a minute and 30 seconds with not one comment yet. So Hannah, if you could check on Facebook and see if we're on Facebook, it says I'm live. You know what, you all, Facebook has gone kind of crazy over the past couple of days. I tried to be on Facebook, um, golly, several days ago, and it said that I didn't have permission to be on my page. So that was somewhat Odd. So Hannah, if you could check and see whether I am actually broadcasting live on Facebook as I think I am, that would be interesting to find out. Everything checks out like I'm fine. No, I don't see you, says Hannah. All right. Well, let me just, you stand by right here on Instagram. Let me see if I can go to Facebook and see if I can, you are live, says Brenda Gaskell. All right. I see Brenda Gaskell has found me here. So that's somewhat strange. And uh, now I see now I see comments coming in on Facebook. Hannah, if you could see uh, what's going on. Hannah says she's going to share the link. It may be, is this not fun for you all on Instagram? Just hearing me babble about what's happening or not on Facebook. Welcome, welcome, welcome. This is First Chapter Fun. It is Tuesday. It is 12.30 p.m. ET. Uh, Lee Wilson Reynolds says, I see you here, but not on Facebook. Brenda is seeing me on Facebook. Hannah's going to put up another link. Let me just go out. You stay here and I'm going to keep talking while I go out of, I'm going to go out of StreamYard on Facebook. I'll be back in one second and come on again. And here I go. I'm going to try this, you all. Okay. I'll be back in one second. I'll be back in one second. Oh, I'm just really worried about that, you all. I'm worried I'm worried about leaving Facebook. Hannah, if you'll put up a link, that would be great. I'm now seeing six viewers here on Facebook. Let's just keep going. I know that you will love this book. Hannah will put up a link to show us the comments. We are going to be reading from These Still Black Waters by Christina McDonald. Look at this marvelous cover. This is absolutely gorgeous. Um, I'm seeing you all on Instagram and slowly on Facebook. So I'm not really quite sure what's happening there. Aha, now we're here. There you are. Here, something just happened. Facebook woke up, I guess, wherever Facebook is housed and has said, oh, it's time for Hank and Hannah. And here we are. 
Christina McDonald is here and we are going to read today from her book, her brand new, fantastic, really, really riveting book, These Still Black Waters. But all as you all gather, and I see Christina McDonald now on Instagram here as well and here on Facebook too. We are welcoming you all after some technical first chapter fun, you know, never a dull moment here on First Chapter Fun. I had such a fun weekend. I was at Crime Bake, which is a New England mystery crime fiction convention very close to Boston, and it was truly fun. I taught two classes and met Judy Singer, who is a denizen of First Chapter Fun, so it was marvelous to see her in person. And I also got to see Sarah Stewart-Taylor and Vanessa Lilly and Tessa Weggert and Deborah Crombie and Jen McKinley and Lucy Burdett and Julia Spencer Fleming. It was really, really um, quite amazing and very, very nice to see everyone. I'm so, you know, you know how it feels after those conferences, you're completely wiped out. Look at everyone who's here. Cats, books, cats, tea is here. Celebrate 444 is here. Carol Hild is here. Julie Dalton is here. Welcome to you all. This is so marvelous to see you all. Um, Facebook is doing something silly. Susie Baldwin has set, said, I saw your pics. Oh, Robin Stahl said, I really enjoyed your book. I clicked on the wrong one, but that's the right one. These Still Black Waters by Christina McDonald. Um, Shannon Hansen says, hello, Funsters. Susie Baldwin says, yay, time for FCF. Shannon Hansen says, hi, Christina. <laughs> and Christina says, thank you so much. That makes my day. Robin Stahl said she loved your book. And, and Judy Singer, who I said we just met at Crime Bake, says Crime Bake was so much fun. It would be great to have, a, have an event where we all could be like the first chapter fun convention, maybe somewhere between where Hannah is in Canada and where I am in Boston. We could all get together and have a live edition of first chapter fun. And then we wouldn't have to rely on Facebook's quirks, right? Hannah and I will have to figure out what is going on with that. Anyway, as I said, we are on episode 357. I'll just let that sink in. Episode 357 of first chapter fun. That means Hannah and I have brought you 357 marvelous books and introduced you to 357 marvelous authors and let you hear 357, <laughs> that's amazing, 357 marvelous first chapters, all of which, as you know, are accessible in the media section or video section, whatever it's called now of Facebook and here in the archive video of Instagram. And you will if you ever want to curl up on a cozy day and just dip into maybe a first chapter that you missed, that is the time to do it. Now, let me tell you, before we get too far in the ado, the fabulous Christina McDonald and her and her publisher, Amazon, are giving away a copy of these still black waters, you lucky people, giving away a copy of these still black waters to one lucky commenter here on Instagram. And if you want to enter on Instagram, Facebook people, you know this. If you want to enter on Instagram, Instagram, leave a uh, leave a question or a comment or just general standing ovation or applause or delight or adoration for our marvelous Christina McDonald and her new book, These Still Black Waters. And Christina will pick 
a winner before one o'clock today. So do it before the show ends at 1 p.m. ET today. Here on Facebook, you have a little bit more time. Just come to our Facebook page and enter to win by leaving a comment in the chat. Just say hello, Christina. Just say welcome. Christina says, Helene Mario, I love the title of your book. Lorraine is Lorraine Irigoyen is here. Welcome, Lorraine. We have not seen you before. Yay. So nice that you are here. And Grace Kushida says, loved seeing your crime bake photos. Leave anything, leave a comment, tell us anything you like in the chat, and you'll be entered to win a copy of These Still Black Waters by Christina McDonald. Also, let me tell you, when I look over here, I am changing the banner. Let me tell you that right now, a little word from our sponsor. <laughs> there is a Goodreads giveaway for One Wrong Word, my new book, One Wrong Word. Is this so funny to see it like this? Isn't it bizarre and a little bit unsettling to see this like this? If you get, if you win, if so enter on Goodreads for a copy of One Wrong Word, and it is for a print copy like this, an actual physical book, not an ebook, but an actual physical book, which you can use to put up and show me your one wrong word book face, which is pretty weird, isn't it? It's weird. So don't forget, not right now, but after the show is over, go to Goodreads, look up one wrong word and don't forget to enter. I love absolutely if you would enter. I'm seeing so Neon Pat is here. Neon Pat says, I'm usually watching on Facebook. Things look so different on Instagram. They do. Doesn't, don't they look different here on Instagram and here on Facebook? I mean, it's, it's, I think Facebook has a better picture, but we don't want to miss you Instagrammers. So that is why we invite you every Tuesday at 12.30 p.m. to come hear another new book. So we are coming up to the time of starting to read. Let me think if I thought of, if I thought of everything, we, told, we know the giveaway. We know the Goodreads giveaway. We know where you can find the videos. We know that it is me, Hank Philip Ryan, and my co-host, my partner in fictional crime, Hannah Mary McKinnon. I'll just do another little word from our sponsor. Don't forget that Hannah Mary McKinnon's marvelous rom-com under the name of Holly Cassidy called The Christmas Wager is out right now. And if you are looking for, I'll just do a little, little commercial for Hannah here. If you are looking for a marvelous stocking stuffer or One Night of Hanukkah, how about a paperback book? That would be perfect. The Christmas Wager, sort of ecumenical Hanukkah book, right? Exactly. It's all about the holidays and it doesn't matter. So make sure that you check out Hannah Mary McKinnon's book. She's written as Holly Cassidy and it is called The Christmas Wager. So don't forget to look for that. Not right now. Okay, Hannah, not right now. After the show is over, you look that right up. And I know that Hannah will put in the in the comments where you can find where you can find that new book. Amy Kirst, is it Kirstie or Curse is here? Um, and I met her also at Crime Bake, a marvelous picture of us um, on my Facebook page. Welcome, Amy. Welcome, Valerie Brooks. And uh, look at all these comments that came in while I was yammering. Um, Jada M. Jada J. Adams writes joined, and that is marvelous. And Amy is here on Instagram. Celebrate 4:44. I love to see you all. It is. You know, every Tuesday when Hannah and I do this, it's like giving a party, you know, and you think, I wonder who's going to come. I wonder if anybody will come today. And then the numbers start tick, tick, ticking up. And I can look over here at your comments on Facebook and see how much um, you are enjoying this and what a wonderful community of readers and writers you are. Do you understand the 
the vastness of our international community and how so many of you and so many of us have met you just by these little Tuesdays. It's kind of it's kind of amazing and very heartwarming. And I never want you to forget how much Hannah and I appreciate that you all are here with us every Tuesday at 1230 p.m. ET. Um, let me, <laughs> Susie Baldwin says, love the Christmas wager. So great. Kathy Lanigan says, hi, everyone. Happy Tuesday. Susie Baldwin says, my hubby took picture of my book face with the arc of one long word. Well, let's see it, Susie Baldwin. I cannot wait to see that. Sandy Anderson Nichols says, highlight of my week. Sandy, thank you. You all are the highlight of our weeks too. Absolutely as well. And what makes it a highlight is not only that Hannah and I get to hang out with all of you, but that you get to hear the first chapter of a marvelous new book, and to get some information and the insight into a marvelous new author. Now, Christina McDonald may not be new to you. She is such a darling friend of First Chapter Fund and a darling friend of Hannah and of mine. And we adore her and her family and her dog. And you'll hear more about that. And she is such a rock star author. And we are honored to have Christina McDonald here today. And do not forget you all to enter to win a copy of these still black waters from Christina and from Amazon by leaving a comment or a question or whatever you want here in the chat on Instagram or here in the chat on Facebook. So what do you say, funsters, shall we hear about Christina McDonald and then hear the first chapter of these still black waters? Oh, that reminds me. I made a battlefield unilateral decision about this. Um, and I know it's called First Chapter Fun, but I'm going to read you chapter two, most of chapter two of this book. Chapter one is absolutely gorgeous and riveting and intense. And I think it might be better for the book if you read that on your own. And I'm gonna read you chapter two. So darling Christina, I hope that is okay with you. I'll be, with, from the timing, I'll be able to read pretty much all of chapter two, and that will give you a great sense of this marvelous book. So let me tell you a little bit about Christina McDonald and a little bit about the book, and then we will get to chapter two on first chapter fun. Again, my battlefield decision. I hope, Christina, I hope you're okay with that, but I think that is going to be great. Renee Herskowitz says, hi, Renee, says chapter two works. Facebook user says, intriguing. Robin Stahl says, Renee encouraged me to join this wonderful time together, and I don't think I've missed an episode since. Robin, that is so nice of you. Thank you. We really, really appreciate this. Susan Fibish Braun says, mine too. Well, this is great. <laughs> we love, we love hearing from you all. And let me just change the banner to show you what we're reading. And let me tell you a little bit about the fabulous, marvelous Christina McDonald. Christina McDonald is the USA Today bestselling author of These Still Black Waters, Do No Harm, Behind Every Lie, and The Night Olivia Fell, which has been optioned for television by a major Hollywood studio. She is from Seattle, but now lives in London, England, with her husband, two sons, and their dog, Tango. <laughs> Do you love that name? I love Tango. She's currently working on her next novel. These Still Black Waters came out in October from Amazon Publishing and is just tearing up the charts. Did you see that little orange number one banner? Uh, very well deserved. And that's one reason why we were we are reading that here today. Let me tell you a little bit about the book. 
After a violent home invasion, Nev McGuire returns with her daughter to Black Lake, her childhood summer home, hoping for a fresh start. But when the body of a woman is found floating among the reeds in the lake behind her house, she fears she has made a horrible mistake. Nev is hiding secrets, though. Detective Jess Lambert can tell. Recently back after her own personal tragedy, Jess knows what it's like to live with skeletons in your closet, and she's sure Nev has a few of her own. When another woman's body is found, Jess and Nev are, are forced to confront a horrible truth because one thing is clear, the darkness of the past is waiting and the secrets of Black Lake are only beginning to surface. Okay, so now just imagine a fantastic introduction to chapter one, more of a prologue on of these still black waters. And now here is most of chapter two. Are you set? Are you, oh, the comments are pouring in. I can't possibly read them all. All right, ready? Chapter two says, Nev. I'm gonna put my glasses on just to make sure. I don't really need them, but we'll see what happens. We don't take much with us when we leave. There doesn't seem to be a point. What nobody tells you about being the victim of a home invasion is you never know when they're coming back. And so we left. That's why Ash and I stand almost empty-handed in front of the creaking old Victorian house of my childhood summers. I say almost because I'm holding a glossy-leafed plant Eli got me for our 10-year anniversary. Ash named the plant Priscilla years ago when she was still a cute kid and not an angsty teenager. Pris the pinstripe Calathea. I set Pris on the gravel drive and we stare up at the house. It looks like something out of a Bronte novel looming above us, a brooding presence with shiny pale bricks and washed out jutting attic dormers and dark spiky turrets. The roof is steep and gabled, the windows long and narrow. The front porch is almost hidden behind a sweep of ivy that stretches over the brick. Above the front door, in elegant script, Dullahan House. It's different and yet the same. The house, the driveway, the rustling trees. Standing in the harsh, hot sunlight, staring up at it, I feel the strangest thing. A disturbance in the air, a restlessness, like when your skin knows a storm is coming or the prickly waves of something electric wash over you. So this is it, Ash looks underwhelmed. How long since you've been here? Over 20 years. We came every summer when I was a kid. It's been in my family for years. I have my reasons for not returning after that last summer, but some things are better forgotten than spoken of. Life goes on whether you dwell on the past or not. It's nice, I say, right? Ash's lips twist, a hand on her hip. Whatever. I don't have the same disease as you do, Mom. What's that supposed to mean? You legit have denialitis. Like, look at this place. It's totally falling apart. I look again at Dullahan House. Maybe it's a little shabby, but... My voice trails off as I take a second look. The pale green trim is cracked and peeling. Some of the brickwork is crumbling. The wooden porch is listing to the side, the shrubbery a little wilder than it should be. I suppose I see what she means. It has a sort of deserted air about it. 
It's the windows. There are too many of them. As if the house is staring at me. Something about it is uninviting, a little stark. A shiver rakes over me despite the midday sun beating down on my arms because I, of all people, know that appearances can be deceiving. It's fine, I say, because it is. It's still perfectly pleasing. The front lawn has been recently mowed by the property management company, even if the grass is getting a bit scorched. The gravel driveway has been weeded. It's just not used much lately. We've had it available as a vacation rental since my mother went into a care home. But when the pandemic hit, not a lot of people were vacationing. Ash rolls her eyes. Whatever. My body tenses. I wish Eli were here to provide a buffer between us. But now it's just Ash and me and this house. The only place I could escape to after everything that's happened. All we have is what's ahead of us. A new start. A new home. A new life. Hey, would you rather have a mullet or no toothpaste for the rest of your life? I ask as a way of lightening the mood. Would you rather is something we've played since Ash was little. I like it because like life, it's a game of choice. And theoretical choices are a lot more fun than real ones. Ash thinks about this. A mullet. I could just put it into a ponytail. I laugh. Down the road, an ornate black gate creaks open, the shrill metallic shriek carrying fast under the still hot sun. The gate encloses this lakeside community of six houses, all made with the same grand old Victorian architecture. Three, including mine, sitting directly on the lake and three across the street on a slope. A BMW rolls through the gates and parks in a driveway across from us. The house is smaller than mine, but still beautiful with leaded windows and classic Victorian features. A woman gets out. She is middle-aged and shaped like a carrot with scowling argumentative eyes. Her dark hair is scraped into a round high bun and she's wearing full workout gear like she's been to the gym. A small dog hops out of the car, some sort of Maltese mix with cropped white fur. He catches sight of us and darts across the road as the woman gathers groceries from her trunk. I kneel, my hand extended so he can sniff it. He licks my fingertips and wags his tail. Hi, sweetie, I croon. I think of my dog back home, Molly, her silky black and white fur, her trusting brown eyes, and all the animals at the vet where I worked, and I feel an ache for everything I've lost. Toby, come! The woman snaps, her eyes skittering over us. Toby obediently trots back to her, and a second later, they disappear inside. Ash turns away from me, her blue-black hair ruffling as a hot gust of wind kicks up. She cut it a few weeks before, a short punk rock bob with a funky little line shaped into the side. I could tell at the time that Eli secretly hated it, but I liked that Ash was confident enough to pull off something so bold. I think it's brave. She is brave. Brave and courageous. The bravest person I've ever known. An eerie quietness descends. I don't like it. It reminds me that bad things have happened here. At one point in my life, I swore I would never come back, and yet here I am. I wonder, not for the first time, if returning was the right choice. You're going to love it here. I sound too bright, shining as a pearl in the sunlight. The lake is out back, and there's a beach and a dock and kayaks. Plus, there's all the woods to explore, and there's an old boathouse down by the lake. We can go outside more, go hiking or swimming, whatever you want. 
This is wishful thinking. Ever since the home invasion, Ash mostly stays locked in her room where she feels safe. I'm hoping being here can bring a semblance of normality back to our lives. Ash's green eyes pin me with a hard glare, forcing me to see the angry red scar the bullet scorched along her hairline near her temple. Whatever I want except see Dad. I want to be honest with her, but what's the point when I'm not even honest about the things I've done? I've held my secrets close for so long they've become like a second skin. But secrets turn into lies when they're spoken out loud, so I measure my reply carefully before giving it. It won't be forever, Ash. So often in parenting, love and guilt are intermingled, nearly impossible to separate. I should do this. I shouldn't do that. It's never clear until you look back. Hindsight is twenty-twenty, as they say. The lady from the property management company will be here in about half an hour. I set Pris in the shade of the porch and grab Ash's hand. Come on, I'll show you the lake. We push through a path running along the side of the house. Ash's black combat boots, too hot for this weather, crunch over the gravel. We emerge into the backyard and there it is, Black Lake. The water is lower than I've ever seen it. Climate change and successive droughts taking their toll, but it's still there glistening hypnotically in the sun. A wooden dock juts out into the water, shared between my neighbor's house and mine. Kissing the dark waters is a narrow sand beach that runs for miles in either direction. In the distance, wooded islands dot the lake, towering white pines fringing the shore. It's exactly as I remember it. Beautiful, even though so much ugliness happened here. Gee, you can really see why they named it Black Lake. Ash's voice is tight and sullen. It's the tannin from the trees. It's safe, though, I promise. I point at a path that disappears into the trees fringing the lake. Let's go for a walk. There are trails back there. I see her hesitate. She's eager to get inside, to hide away playing Fortnite or reading a book or zoning out while listening to grunge music. Before she has a chance to argue, I head for the wooded path. With no other choice, she follows. We wander the trail, our shoes crunching over dried twigs and pine cones and packed earth. We follow the shoreline and soon come to the boathouse. It's ghostly, derelict, crouched among the reeds. The door is locked, so we carry on, following the narrow ribbon of dirt as it cuts through weeds and bushes. All around us, the trees are thick and tall, the air clean and fresh, practically humming with birds singing and insects buzzing. The heat on my skin and the beads of sweat make me feel alive. I find peace in the quiet stillness and exhale in one massive breath, the way I used to each summer when we'd finally arrive. Those days when I could take my shoes off and run into the water, slurp on half-melted otter pops, and marathon Nick at night with my summer friends were the best, until they weren't. We walk for about 20 minutes until we reach a small beach with a felled tree jutting into the lake. Ash unlaces her boots, pushes up her leggings, and walks into the water, one hand pressed against the tree for balance. The water hits her knees, and there's a small smile on her face. It warms my heart. And I begin to think, maybe, maybe we'll be okay here. 
Ash dives into the water. After a minute, she comes up gasping and laughing, water streaming from her hair. Sometimes the child in her still emerges, the quiet, gentle girl I know. The world is so hard on soft things, I find, on sensitive, bookish introverts like my girl. Come in, Mom. Absolutely not. She smacks the surface with her palm, sending an arc of water toward me. I jump out of the way, laughing. God, it feels good to laugh. All right, all right. I slip my sundress off and wade in, wearing just my bra and underwear. The water is frigid, and I gasp as the chill bites my skin. You'll get used to it, Ash calls. The bottom falls away steeply, and soon I am underwater. It steals the breath from my lungs, but Ash is right. It is invigorating. I swim out to Ash, and gradually our muscles warm as we race each other into deeper water and back. We lose track of time, our fingertips wrinkling as we splash in the shadows and float on our backs. I'm treading water and laughing, Ash bobbing up and down in the water a little away from me. When I start to feel dizzy, it's as if the whole world is tilting, a mudslide that I'm caught in. In front of me, Ash shimmers, a mirage in the bright sunlight, and then, abruptly, she disappears. I swim in a circle, stunned and confused. Ash! My voice is shrill with panic. There's no reply. Adrenaline kicks in my veins. Ashley Rose, come out now! But she doesn't. Okay. <laughs> that is the beginning of these still black waters by Christina McDonald. How good is that, you all? How sinister and how fantastic. And you have to know what happens next, right? You, you would have to keep reading to find out what happens next. Pamela Frypree says, <laughs> Pamela Frypree says, oh, my fantastic, says Sandy Anderson Nichols. Facebook users says, I need this now. I'm missing your comments because it's good. They're coming in so fast that I can't keep up with them. Look at everybody on Facebook. I'm going to the end. A great community here. Oh, my goodness. Oh, mullet. I'm just got pearl in the sunlight. Yes, Amy Kirst. That was really a great line. Um, just going forward here to the applause. Oh, so brilliant, says Celebrate444. Amazing, says Moni is reading. Barbara Adip says, wow, this is intriguing. I, <laughs> Janet Hope says, I knew you were going to leave me hanging. Nothing is as it seemed, says Valerie Brooks. Oh, Hank, don't stop, says Donna O'Neill. Oh, Hank's reading is bringing it alive. Thank you, Facebook user. Next time, put your name so I can know. Anne Reed says, on the edge of my seat, wanting to know what happens next. Yes, indeed. And you can find out for yourself by getting your very own copy of The Still Black Waters by Christina McDonald. Christina is going to pick a winner on here on Instagram in about no seconds. So pick now and by midnight ET here on Facebook. Before we let you go and give Christina a big hand for that marvelous book, These Still Black Waters, which was absolutely fantastic. And I'm trying to show you if my iPad will let me, who next week we are going to have Steve Ursaini's perfect shot about a gorgeous, brilliant female assassin going out on one last case. Ah, perfect shot by Steve Ursaini. That is next Tuesday at 12.30 p.m. ET. Today we read from the Still Black Waters. 
by Christina McDonald after a little bit of brouhaha in the ado with Facebook. Hannah and I will figure that out. What's going on? We don't know. We're just happy that you all are here. So I'm a minute over because of all the technical falderall. But we are so glad that you are all here today to hear these Still Black Waters by Christina McDonald. So I'm going to hop off now and let you get back to your lives and we will get ready for next week. And until next Tuesday, you know what I'm going to say. You all say it with me. Stay safe, stay kind, and we will see you next time. We love you so much.